You're listening to the Arturnia Archives. Enjoy. So you are able to capture. So he 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 will recognize. Like, all right, all right. I give up. I surrender. You know, he, he he stops resisting. He's down on down on his knees a little bit because he is still quite uh, pained by this. Um, it's like, what are you? What? What are you on? I'm just. Uh, rides up alongside with Esme on the back, just sort of like looking down at him, axe still dragging along the cobblestone as I ride. What were you doing here? What was the purpose of your visit to these people? Why hurt them? I'm gonna gonna observe his response and try to tell whether or not he's being truthful. We're just here to steal food and go we wouldn't have even harmed them if they hadn't attacked us. We told them as such, but they came at us, so we defended ourselves and left. You defended yourselves from people merely trying to keep the food that they had worked very hard for. What You're could... so noble and brave. I'm and not claiming to be noble. I know what I am. Wolf spits in his face. <laughs> we weren't going to take everything. They tried to hurt me. They tried to get me, and I just I defended myself. I told them to stand lives. down, and they came at me. You took their lives, and that was enough. And set fire to their house. Technically, the fire came after their death, but well, that's minor. I or your sequence it. doesn't matter. Both things occurred. Well, that's that's kind of what he's doing. So he, did, he says it's like, technically it's this, but like you can tell with the way he says technically, even he knows that his answer is no good. Yeah, I, I love how we just got well actually by a guy who's literally looking at death in the face. Like mm-hmm. that that's pretty much what happens. So Wolf raises the 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 butterfly axe and just kind of lifts his chin to force him to look at him in the eyes. He, he, Were he, you searching for anything particular here? Oh, just food. Answer. Merely food. Uh, can I tell whether or not he is being honest? He is absolutely being honest. You could sense there was something else he was looking for, but it wasn't here. Like, this is a way stop for him. Mm. Why are you in this area? Remember to answer truthfully. He, and he as tries detailed to... as possible. A flick of my wrist will separate your head from your He. And I'm twitching today. <laughs> he he slowly pulls he's like he tries to can I pull my head back enough to look down at my body looks to the rest of the group looks to Esme look down I promise it's unimpressive at that moment when you kind of look back he does pull back like he's not trying to escape he literally is just trying to pull his head back and he's looking down and then he lifts it back up and looks he's like the pouch, the pouch over there, has what I'm what I'm in the area for. I'm gonna scamper off and nip the pouch, open it up, take a look. Inside, all you see is a letter. It's got a broken wax seal. Um, when you open it up and take a look, 
in uh, you see in writing in Mont in Montaigne, you've been selected as one of many. The target is Apollinaire de Sylvan, the Marquise de la Porte de Threl, currently visiting the Pierre Percy region, specifically the Lockhorn Forest. The one who delivers his head gains 1,000 guilders. Delivery evidence, deliver evidence to Grey Goose. Who's the guy that we were asked to check? The, the Mark. Same, same guy. I'm sure that that's the guy, yeah. It's like, well, uh, he's one of the hit, uh, hitman still really mm. is the, be a proper term for this kind of study. Assassin. It? Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's one of the assassins. I guess he just wanted to add a uh, looter and family murder and all about shit mm -hmm. back to the list as well. Did we switch roles? <laughs> well, so, um, so at this point, we're out of any uh, dice rolling needed. This is pure mm -hmm. character decision. Oh, I meant like the assassins, but no ah, killing. Gotcha. <laughs> so. This this brings you to a group decision. You could try to take him to the local sheriff. But even with you guys injuring him and everything else, he's pretty quick. There's a good chance he might get away. Well, we could bury him up to his neck near a local pig farm. Just thought. There is the option like of... Idea. Taking him to a larger town called Sharus, about an extra day, couple days out. They, there is an, he probably could stand trial and would not get away there. Question. Or, or you could choose to execute him here. I'm going to kind of like, I guess, yeah, carry on. GM, how strong does Esme look? Not terribly strong. No, she's. I mean, she's not wasting away. She's not starved, as you can see by the food that was here. But but she's a kid. Yeah. Um. It, you know, playing to the the norms that would be in this region. If she was a boy, she might look a little more uh, arty from you know doing heavier right. chores on the farm. She does chores on the farm, but not as heavy as what her papa would do. So, Wolf is going to turn to the rest of the group uh, and sort of like out, like leaning into the rest of them so that Esme can't really hear what he's saying. She's been through a lot, and I find, and this is my personal experience, might not be the same for everyone. I feel better when I hit the things that have done me wrong, and she's not going to hit him hard enough kill him so maybe we give her the x with the blunt side facing outward let her take a few swings knock him the crap out and then we take him to sheriff uh, i'd say that we don't even uh, color the action even that much we just simply ask her how she wishes to handle this if she wants to exert a little bit of uh, frustration then we can show her how to hold that axe but otherwise I, I, Maybe guide her away from killing him. 
experiencing death that young is one thing. Experiencing the act of killing someone is But I agree. I agree. I agree with the uh, option to hurt. I think maybe Vizini is right. We give her the choice. Give her control back. Something that she has not had. I think I'll posit that to, to Esme and like bring her down off the horse and just kind of like hold the axe in my hand while we ask her what she wants to do. Be sure to mention um, the, uh, what was it, the village was like a couple days uh, for the sake mm-hmm. of incarceration. Be like, options exist. Yep. Right, let me see here really quick. Almost happened. Uh, if, she, uh, if she rolled a one, she would have gone for death. She would have asked to kill him. Um, I, I was yep. giving her a corruption roll. But instead of forcing the point on her, I was giving her a chance not to. Um, it takes a, a moment or two to coax her, but she says, Papa always said the sheriff would help those in trouble. He would find justice for them. Take him to the sheriff. Want to get some frustration out beforehand? <laughs> yeah, she, she, she doesn't want to go anywhere near him. She is still terrified of him a bit. I mean, she saw him kill her parents. Should we bring her with us? I feel like that's a yes to that, because otherwise you're leaving her in a burning farmhouse yeah, with food spread everywhere. Uh, she um, essentially has claim to the land. It's just she has to come back at a time where she's able to do something that clean. Right. Uh, I do suggest, and I will, and and Wolf will suggest to the group uh, that we knock him out, uh, strip him to his skivvies, and Roberta, if you wanted to hit him in the balls once or twice more, I think that would probably be welcome. Under no circumstances should we allow um, him to say anything to her. Yeah, you, you are perfectly oh, gag, able. Found gag. Like naked, except for underwear. We're not in winter time anymore. He's not going to freeze, but he will be uncomfortable. Yeah. So you you were able to bind him and ride forth. You bring Esme along with you. It it takes you you know, like you get to it takes you the t- two days to get to Charus and. The, sh- the sheriffs there take controls. They know who this is. It's like finally someone's caught him and they're willing to start the trial proceeding soon. Um, they also say that, you know, we know that Esme, her mother has a sister, you know, farther away. We will send a letter to her and ask her to, you know, come pick Esme up. And we'll keep her safe here until then. Um, I'm going to leave them with, uh, or I'm going to leave Esme with uh, a little bit of um, resources to be able to essentially have a comfortable stay for what a day or two it'll take for her. Uh, it'll take more like a few weeks, but yeah, that's fine. Um, fair. But as you do, she will. She'll th- she'll hug you tightly. And then she will go over and hug Wolf as well. The other two, she's she, she nods, but she's 
you could tell like there's a limit to the social interaction even with spending the past two days with you she's gonna take her a while to get over this this was some shit yeah, this uh, and and I'm good with space because while she's adorable and uh, the interactions with Wolf are adorable, mm-hmm. um, that right there is proof of the inevitable consequences of all of my actions. So uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so take a hero point. I was like the burning down of that. Oh, the child. <laughs> Uh, Sarah, take a hero point. The internet point. couldn't handle me anymore. Yeah, no. go, ahead and take, uh, go ahead and take a hero point for that. That was good. Incredible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you're in the town, um, you, you also have an opportunity to ask about the Marquis. And they say basically what you already kind of know, that he's somewhere closer to a rent, not near there. So it'd be best for you to head back that way. So, um, as you're riding back towards uh, Arend, towards the uh, lock, you know, with the Lockhorn Forest off in the distance to the side, you you do happen to, you're not sure what you see at first, but, you know, you keep looking a little bit, and as you get closer and closer, you see a, a pavilions of tents set up. Just many, many tents. White and white against the scenery of greens and brown and golden uh, grain, and with the occasional red or blue flag flying on top of them. Is there sort of festival going on? Sure, uh, I think there has been some sort of muting agent cast on on you, Leon. If you were oh, <laughs> I, I just mocked you. I, I said festival. I was yes, mocking me. your accent, friend. Yes. <laughs> I, I I shiver a little bit and go. Mm. <laughs> That's what I'll be working on next winter. There you go. The festival. The winter festival. Uh, do these uh does this camp set up seem festive or more of a, like either a like, military encampment or residence? It, so as you ride closer, you can. This actually looks like something nobles would travel in, like if they're out camping in the wilderness. Uh, uh they're glamping. Ugh, of course they are. Yeah, don't turn me off so fast. It's rather fun. I know, but there's nothing like, you know, actually going out, roughing it, being one with the wilds itself. Well, you, you still hunt. I mean, kind of being one with the wilds, you just, you have like a whole group around you and dogs are kind of like Wrangling the animals into one area. Yeah, yeah, okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it's really not that great. Hunting from a gilded throne is not hunting. Kicks the I tell them that. <laughs> um, Still eats the same. Uh, Jester, go ahead and give me a uh, quick wits plus uh, scholarship roll. Right. You got just enough. You, as you guys keep kind of riding closer, you do see some heraldry on there, and uh, this is what you recognize from some other stuff you've seen. This is the Marquis heraldry. Hey. Mm-hmm. Looks like we're going <clears throat> glamping after all. All right, uh, suck it up, Wolfie boy. You 
you're going to get a little bit of culture. Uh, fine, I suppose. Okay. Let's go. Yes. Full in, like, riding down on top of our <laughs> massive fucking horse. Screaming. I do well, like the idea that we're just, just we're like we're like battle crying four four people on the backs of horses, <laughs> battle crying, and we just kind of stop there. Hello, hello, hey, how are you? That's some <laughs> We like to announce our presence. So as as you ride up, you do see that there is a there is a group out front of the tents, closer to the forest side. Uh, a number of men, some of them with dogs that are just anxiously barking and, you know, jumping and pulling at their leash. They're afraid to hunt. They just want to get out and hunt. The rest are uh, dressed in hunting clothes and have muskets and swords and daggers with them. And there is a tall, tall, slender man in the middle. Like, he is so, he's so slender. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that, you know, this can't really happen, a good stiff breeze looks like it could blow him away. You know, he his face is is painted on. He is wearing way too much, way too much makeup for a hunt. But you know, whatever it is done tastefully. Uh, his has a mustache that is absolutely impeccable. Seems to be wearing a long wig of curls, black in the shade. You know, like a like a night, like the sky at night with the stars all around it. His clothing is made of what looks like, and this is quite the extravagance, a the silk from Katai, a far-off nation known for their uh, silk. Uh, on his hands, there's many, many rings. Immaculate, and his fingers are, you know, no gloves. You can clearly see all the rings. Wolf oh, just good. shakes his head. All that wealth in the hands of one person. <laughs> I know, isn't it awesome? And then get off my horse and start walking up. Kind of gives you like a sidelong glance with like an eyebrow raise. Like, sure, of course. And so we'll see here. Wolf comes. Wolf comes. Wolf comes from Asura. That yeah, analog. So <laughs> Um, I'm going to spend uh, my hero point to um, activate a friend at court. So, um, mm. and if all feasts some high society functions, spend a hero point and really a close friend, um, also in attendance. Um, uh, nice. GM caveat that however you um, might wish. Um, but at the very least, um, go up, introduce myself to the um, individual, uh, make sure to mention the, uh, the fine silks. And um, uh, name drop a few people that I know in uh, the local circles that uh, I've known that uh, also have ordered similar um, fine. So, you, as as you approach to do this, you you are initially rebuked by the guards. Like they step forward, a couple of them have uh, albrids with them, so they step forward and you know cross them. Just kind of a stop. You can't enter. Uh, the the. The Marquis is just just trying to see what is going on. Um, he does hear your compliments, and he seems to be... He's like, you may let them pass. I will 
I will hear what they say. Well, we are, um, I suppose we are here uh, with orders to uh, be your, uh, to guard your body, as it were. My body? Uh, Vizini, would you mind showing the letter? Yes. So I will, um, produce the, uh, the sums that we received. Um, Fast or slow? Slow? Okay. The guards were, you know, I mean, even though they get permission, I just want to see if you did it fast, the guards might, you know, go to stop you a moment because they're afraid you're, you know, they take their job seriously. But if you do it slowly, that's fine. Yeah, slowly make sure that uh, my hands are plain view. Um, full platform. Uh, a dear friend, a mutual acquaintance, apparently. Um, speaks rather well and uh, has regard for your um, well-being and has the reason to believe that it is at risk as and to provide additional weight to that statement I'm basically like that to like the guards and well the other one I'm basically like the, the assassin statement from a dude that we um, arrested so we've uh, we found one of these in the area already. I have reason to believe that there are probably more out there. So he, he takes them from you and just starts reading and it's like, oh, this is most distressing, but you're here. You're heroes. You're here to protect me. What can go wrong? I thank you. Please. You're welcome in my camp. Bring them water. Bring them refreshments. Why did you have to say that? You say what? Why did you have to say what could go wrong? Something always goes wrong whenever you say what could go wrong. Well, Don't ever I, say that again. First rule as your bodyguard. No more saying that phrase. That's not entirely true. Gosh, it's also a very equally dangerous phrase when Eisen says it's a good day. Zine, <laughs> you're testing yourself. Alright, I'm just making sure this all works up properly. I'm just waiting for the demons to show up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very unimpressed by all these people. If we keep talking like this, they will show up right now. <laughs> like, keep saying it, say it again. Uh. No, do not keep saying it. It's terrible. <laughs> Leon, you are a shit stirrer. You are stirring the shit. Stop it. Shit is stirred enough. It has become stew. It is no longer soup. It's a shit stew. Uh, at the right time. As you were all, you know, as, as refreshment is brought out, and like the, you see servers come out with like a table and some camp chairs to set out. There's wine and bread and cheese and fruit. It looks like, uh, you know, apples and, uh, and apricots from the area. He, you know, he, you all get a chance just to start making some small talk. He asks you, like, where did you come from and stuff like that? What have you known? And you, you have the opportunity to share that with him. And he, he again, he's like, oh, but you're here. They'll protect me. Um, uh, you know, by the way, I, I, I walk, I walk up and go, sorry, I had to put the horses. Oh, hi. Enchante, mademoiselle. Is he? Oh. Is instantly as smitten with you as you are smitten with him. 
but whereas you are just being a flirt, his eh, he's got that creepy thing. Like he's like, I am a man of power and you know wealth, so obviously I can have any woman I want. Kind of theory. Oh, may not be right. Yeah. After that, I I wrinkle my nose a little bit and go sit by uh, between uh, Wolf and uh, Vizine. Wolf just sort of bristles at at this individual. I can't even remember what is his name again. The Marquis. Yes, the Marquis. Just call him the Marquis because it, yeah. the Marquis. Just there's too much else going on. Marquis works best for me. Martini. Yes, yes, Martini. Yes, you know what? Call him Martini because he's about as pleasant as one. Who has always the good vodka? This is stupid. <laughs> Hi, REM PCs. It's me, REM Alternus, and I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to our Patreon backers. Seriously, your support makes all of what we do possible, and we are all extremely grateful for each and every one of you. If you aren't yet a Patreon backer, you can head over to www.patreon.com slash to check out the different tiers and rewards we have available. All Patreons get access to our podcast releases a week early, get their names in the credits of our live streamed shows, have first dibs on any casting calls for new games and shows we produce, and more. Once again, you can join our Heroes Hall at www.patreon.com slash and thank you all again for listening. Now back to the show. But yeah, you you got the your party, the marquee, the his the people with him, you have a chance, you're sitting and eating. Um when as you are kind of starting to relax, because I mean it, it was you did the hard two day ride to Sharu's and then the hard two day ride back, not knowing. Um you start to hear uh screams off in the distance. Uh, and when you look down to the south, you see smoke coming up and the glow of fire in the area. Uh, and as the fire is, uh, you know, starting to build, a lone man comes riding forth. And as he gets there, he just barrels past the guards, hops off his horse, and look looks to the Marquis and says, Marquis, it is I, Scarletti. I'm here for your head. Oh, yeah. Weapons out immediately. <laughs> Good. I've been frustrated this whole time. Give me something to hit. I mean, we don't know yet. I mean, I've I've been uh, here for... Never mind. <laughs> oh, wait. Is this one of those things where it's like you say head, but you don't mean the one on top of your body? You mean... Ah, uh, Marquis, have you had relations with this man? That's it's a, a hero, winner. That's a hero learned. point. Just take the hero <laughs> point. <laughs> All right. 
If you had, that's great, but like, we need to clarify. Otherwise, you know, this will not end poorly. Or this will end poorly. I mean, yeah, it'll end poorly either way. I went a little too far. We're like shooting the shit while this guy is like knife out. And ready to kill the <laughs> What's going on? Just came up and said hi. I'm going to cut your head off. To a yeah. noble is going to kill him, and they're just bantering. What's going on, these idiots? This is part of our tactic. We confuse them first, and then we swing. Yes, when it comes to the territory. But this is going to be an action sequence to close us out here. Brilliant. So I would like each of you to give me what approach you'd like to do. Now, remember the scene is you have Scarletti, an assassin who called himself Scarletti here for the Marquis' head. He is on the ground, not on horseback, with his uh, sword drawn. In the distance, you hear people screaming in terror from a fire. Um, one of the servants mentions something about a, uh, lo a loggers camp over in that direction. A what? A logger cap, like logging. They're they're there mm. to harvest the forest. Legally? Yes. So you have innocence in danger of the fire, oh. and you have the man who is here to uh, try to take the the marquis's head. So I want you to just keep that in mind, and we'll go through uh, the your approaches here. We will start with Jester. Oh, wonderful! All right. <laughs> I have um, no idea what to expect here, so um, what I'm thinking is I'm going to go with Wits and Convince mm. for my approach. Not screw that. I'm going to do Panache and Convince, um, because I'm trying to appeal to the Marquis's uh, nobility, sense of safety. Um, we, we got big, burly... Uh, Wolfman here. Obviously, there's no harm going to come from just the, the one swordsman here. However, don't you think it'd be much better to watch it? Alright, go mm -hmm. ahead and go ahead and roll. Sarah, how would you like to approach this? I am going to try something because fun. Uh, and I am going to use Tempt and Panache. Okay. And how are you using the Tempt and Panache? I'm going to try to solve uh, this uh, conflict with uh, some come-hither temptation of, like, dude, this guy's loaded, and I'm hot, so, like, get laid and get paid and walk away from this. Like, your alternative is, you know, your head will be removed from your body. All right. You may roll with a bonus of three dice. Yes, sir. I forgot to tell you a bonus of two, so go ahead and roll two more dice there. Sad. Personal motto? Yeah, the, the your advantage there. So everyone Good. gets head, just different kinds. <laughs> they always have a choice. Impeccable. Alright, uh um, win win. Wolf, how would you like to approach this scene? <laughs> well, how literally can I convince you to take the term firefighter? I'm not letting you punch the fire. It is an intangible object. <laughs> I tried. You saw. <laughs> All right. Um, it seems like Wolf is going to like hear the screams in the distance. 
do some sort of like Wolf isn't the best at like social situations all the time is not stupid and is going to do some calculations like you guys can probably handle the one assassin maybe I should go help the loggers who are currently burning in their cabin um what does that sound depending on your responses that will change how I'm going to approach this scene I feel like it's at least resolved for uh oh for trait. Yeah. I was gonna I was even gonna go brawn to or like, brawn, get yep. people out of the building and then intimidate to because I imagine there are people who set the fire. Yes, they're more than likely. This one man is good, but I don't think he's that good. But if you guys would suggest that I stay here and help fight the help fight the assassino, then I will. You can go, but I'm expecting one hell of a reunion. I shall come back carrying three men Aww, to safety. <laughs> I feel like if I take them to you, that might be more danger than it is safety. Okay. All right. So yeah. So I will do. Brawn and intimidate. And then, uh, uh, in, an, in an attempt to rescue with a, with people a plus from two. the fire. And, oh, yes. Beautiful. Thank you. And then, Leon. I am just ready to fight always. Okay. So, this is the most immediate fight in front of me. So, as always, use weaponry since I'm about it. And then, let's do some panache. You want to do it in a very stylistic way? I'd like that. Yeah, yeah. This is the we're in the last hour here. Let's go. All right. Go ahead and roll the uh, your dice there with plus two. Yeah. Why is it with you? It's the panache. No, fortunately, Scarletti here <laughs> is not is not uh, a a uh, slouch. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. He's he's a villain. He's actually a good villain. He's not the chumps I've been throwing at you. Valid. I'm glad I stayed. Uh, his, his general approach and everything he did just kind of like hits me very much like a uh, Castile duel, dueler kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It, if we had more time, I was going to set it up for a duel, but I'm just trying to get us to a cliffhangery point <laughs> with the time <laughs> remaining. So, okay. So we are at our, we've got our setup here. So Leon starts at six. I'm I'm all in. I'm well. Okay. Well, let me. So you have like I said, you have a guy, and you can you can size him up and sense that this man is not you know just he's not run of the mill. He's actually someone significant. He's going to be a fight. He's going to take a little bit of work. I'm looking at any of all of my sorcery things are for like supernatural i believe right yes unfortunately if there's something you can look at you feel like would apply i would have given you an opportunity to apply it beforehand and won't cost you anything but none of this is offensive per se like it's not going to you're not gonna be able to blast him with a fireball or anything like that yeah no okay um i'm gonna take three raises and just try and hit him with my hammer as hard as I can. Knock him off his horse, hopefully. Alright. He is a 20, 20 wounds necessary to defeat him. 
Uh, let's make it four. Okay. Down to two. Okay, so you you run up and you crack him about the you know a little bit there, a little bit here. He is parrying it, taking the hits elsewhere, and like you're getting through, but you're not you're not able to deal the exact damage he is supposed to do. So you you just ah ha go at it and go from there. Uh, he is next at five, and he he welcomes this challenge, and he 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 attacks you head on. And he's actually going to spend his entire pool of five as he as he goes at you. He's flashing and parrying against you, and gets a couple pokes into your side. Not again, not enough to really you know take you out of the fight, but you know. All the damage you're taking. Um, by the way, any wounds you had before the fight, those are healed up. It's only dramatic wounds that take time. So you're starting fresh. That's for everybody. Right. Um, but he is dealing five wounds to you, so that is enough for you to get a dramatic wound. And as part of everything he's doing there, his last little effort is uh, he slices the uh, straps on your saddle and you fall off on the side opposite of him. And that's what's giving you the dramatic wound. It's like, it, you land hard, you drop your hammer, but again. I I have a advantage that I would like to speak of. Okay. Where if I spend a hero point, I ignore negative effects from dramatic wounds for the round. Hold on to that for right now. You, this is you, you. You don't have negative effects yet. Right now, you get a plus one to all dice rolls. I have you do. Oh, okay. When you get your second neg- dramatic wound, that's when you would want to spend that because then that negates the villain getting plus two dice. Oh, okay. Not yet. Not yet. Got yep. it. But it's a good call. I like. I like where your head's at. So you're you're yeah, on the right track. Just, yeah. just trying to look right. at everything here. All right, so we're to uh, Roberta and Wolf. Who would like to go next? Uh, Roberta, if you would like to go first. Sure. So I watched. I watched this sparring happen, uh, but I'm like laying all in my uh, nice chair with the munchies nearby, um, like <laughs> with the full drape over the chair, like. Uh, kind of thing as I like pop cheese into my mouth <laughs> and I go uh, and I'm going to make him my offer and I'm going to be like listen you're here for his head and whatever they're paying you I'm sure uh, is is quite a lot but do you know who this man is and do you see how much money he clearly has enjoy a payout and enjoy uh and I look him up and down and go, a little side adventure as well. Um, and I will, uh, if possible, use my come hither. Sadly, this is this is another one of those that come hither just doesn't apply. If I had time for the full event, you would have had an opportunity for that. So, But what I will say is, however many raises you want to spend here, I will count that as uh, wounds towards defeating him. You're not physically wounding uh-huh. him, but you are... You're, making Men, a you're enticing him to give up his uh, his attacks, and I'm going to use that as a measure to help defeat him, if you wish. 
It's hard to fight with a boner. So. It's mm-hmm. the crumbs and the cleavage. It really does it. Every single it. time he moves, he takes damage. I wonder why. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Anyways, how many, how many would you like to spend at the moment? <laughs> I'll spend all four. This tactic isn't working, and I'm going to have to change tactic. So, yeah. I mean, he he's still, like, holding his own, like, some of the guards are trying to come in, and he dispatches them, treating them like brutes. You know, little Nick here, little Nick there, stabbing in shoulders. He's watching to see what uh, Leon does. And Does he keep introducing himself to everyone he dispatches? No. Okay. I will I will at least keep trying to distract him and, oh, like, be oh, like, you're ah, distracting I, him. See, I, I see that you are a two-weapon fighter. Wolf, your turn. You have four raises. Uh, Wolf just... has has been uh, this whole time bounding down towards the uh, the burning log uh, cabin and logging little setup that they have. What am I kind of seeing as far as like the layout of that whole situation? So you see a few cabins. Uh, you see a few cabins that are set up there, uh, a mill of some kind that looks to be like they work together to hand turn the saw blades, mm-hmm. things like that. And uh, do I see that uh, like the, the buildings that are on fire, there's screaming coming from inside. Yeah. You see, you see, uh, nobody seems to be inside, but like they're like, they try to run one way to get the fires catching more and more. So it's kind of that they don't really know which way to go. Some of them are trying to like, They've got blankets that they're trying to throw to help smother the fire. Some got a couple guys are going from the the well they dug, trying to pull buckets up fast enough. Uh, I am trying to suggest that might help in this case. Wrecking ball probably wouldn't be beneficial because they're trying no. to keep the building standing. So, if you want to help them with this, mm-hmm. it is a four raise uh risk to put okay. the f- to put the fire out got you i've got about that it will also inflict four wounds because it, you you're fighting the fire you're not you know you don't have any protective clothing to deflect against burning debris and everything like that so you it's not enough to cause a dramatic wound but as mm. you go to help them there's falling at you know falling embers that you know burn your skin some and you're taking some smoke inhalation, stuff like that. So you will you will take some Doesn't damage <laughs> as you do this, but you can help them put get the fire under control. I say this half jokingly. Does the fire count as a brute squad? <laughs> no, but there is actually a fourteen. You do see as you're helping the fire out a group of fourteen. What looks like brutes all carrying. They, a few of them are carrying a couple chests there, and you see them. Some of them have torches that they're trying to light underbrush as they go, and you can you found the cause of the. Uh, okay. The um, so you can fight the brutes, or you can put the fire out. Your choice. Are they are they still causing fire? They they no. are trying to escape, and they are using fire as a method to clear. Bastards! Bastards! Um, I am going to spend two towards fighting the fire. Okay. Then you will take two wounds for that. I shall. Shall, shall. 
Um, and I will hold there for now. All right. Uh, that brings us to Bassini with three raises. Uh, so I'm going to increase the length of time that we have um, before the assassin gentleman uh, closes in on our target by trying to move him away. That was the intention. Um, at the uh, doing so in a manner that is hopefully appealing to his sense of protection and uh, invincibility with um, the heroic individuals here to protect him. And then mentioning, like, you know, we've got Wolf here, all of a sudden, then Wolf just runs off, like, okay, so, um, okay, so no, we still have the eyes, and okay, she just got, okay, we got, hmm, maybe, maybe we should just uh, continue, kind of like, walk it all the way, how about we look at the street? All right, and you are you spending all three there? Yeah. All right. So it's much like uh, Sarah's seduction of Scarletti, I'm going to use this as a way uh, to help pare down what it takes to defeat him because he's again he's still he's exhausted he's fighting off the guards and he's fighting off Leon and he's distracted by Roberta and he sees you getting taking his prey away like he's a very single-minded individual so he doesn't really he's about as subtle as a brick to the face so he doesn't really know of a subtler way to go about this so that's that helps defeat him <laughs> get him de defeated faster so we're down to two we have leon and we have wolf wolf is going to keep fighting the fire wolf looks at the brute squad sees that they're already leaving kind of marks their appearance what they're wearing um just kind of gets a a general gist of them but seeing that these people's livelihoods is at risk is going to just kind of shake his head to himself and keep pulling up the like the big giant buckets of water and tossing them on the fire all right so you go ahead and help finish getting the fire under control i will the Brute Squad will be getting away for that, but honestly, they weren't trying to stick around anyways. They were trying to just get in, grab, and go. Yeah. And nobody's dead yet, as far as we can tell. So that's No, there, there are some that are... You can see that they're injured. Like, some have some burns and stuff. And right. some some are looking a little bad from all the... Uh, that, so... Cool. No more Le dead parents today. <laughs> yeah. Leon, you're up. You got two... Hi, Bye, Uh, Fighting. Alright. I'm out for blood. I want to see him bleed. Alright, so two more wounds on Scarletti. He, he is looking bloody. He's got... From the guards that were able to get in and get a little damage to him from all the distractions of Vincini letting the guy away and Roberta setting her uh, seduction beams to 12. Everything going out like that. Uh, he, you, you're able to recover from that knock off your horse and grab your hammer and lay into him some more. You actually managed to knock him down to his knees. He's still defiant and not down yet, but he is, he is getting there. I see the end. All right. So... We're going to do one last roll here, because this will time things out reasonably. 
I'm going to do the same thing again. The party as a whole gets to roll the same rolls they made. No bonuses. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll his. If he gets enough to exceed your collective, he will get away because he can at least recognize he is going to get beat. And he can't collect if he's you know knocked out or possibly killed. So, I would like every one of you to go ahead and make the same rolls you made before. No bonuses. I'm going to make my one roll as well. And like I said, if he can beat you collectively, he gets out. If not, you guys are able to incapacitate him. See, he's got two. Lily's got makes that six. Ten. Uh. I didn't roll ten successes, which... When I was, <laughs> if I rolled 10 tens, I was going to let a couple of them explode yeah, like, and try oh, yeah. again. So, alright. You are able to defeat him. Uh, defeating him does not, in this case, you will be able to knock him out because the Marquis will say, do not kill him. And we'll send him to my interrogators to find out more. Surely this cannot be the only man out from my head this day. And we're going to leave it there. You've been listening to another fine tale in the Alternia archives. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to our archive. So until next time, take care of yourself, okay? Goodbye. <laughs>